With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. I'm 32 for three now in the, the women's cricket. Uh, Maddie Green has just uh, been dismissed. So still on for the West Indies. Uh, I'll just have to keep a cool head, the White Ferns, as they uh, go towards uh, victory here. Right, we've uh, asked your calls and they've come through, which is great. John from Auckland. Good morning to you, mate. Yeah, morning, morning, buddy. Hey, uh, what what an insightful conversation you had this morning with the CEO of Eden Park. Really, really insightful. The only thing I'm confused with is what's the actual capacity of Eden Park? Some people say 47, 45, 48. Yeah. Oh, I think it's flexible because uh, you know on the, the far side they can't do it on the uh, on the where the players run out, which is basically the southern side, but on the northern side. As such, uh, John, you can put temporary seating in because the the lowest tier of the main stand on that side, of course, is high enough for you to be able to put temporary seating in front of it. So I'd imagine you can bump it up from 47. I, I, I think they, they say around about 50. Uh, around about 50, oh, yeah. absolute jam-packed full. So, uh, yeah, uh, so there's a lot of administration involved uh, in that kind of thing. And, you know, I, people will still have uh, the bugbear about prices and, um, you know, the experience of the whole thing. But... It's sold out, so people are happy, John. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, what I wanted to talk about was the All Blacks. I mean, um, you know, there's a few questions to be answered this week, especially with a few injuries there and here. Um, you'd probably see Papa Lee going to seven. Number 12 has been the talking point, the breakdown. They've had a few conversations. They believe that um, the Barrett, Barrett brother will start at 12 and maybe two of us will shake off the bench. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm really hoping that they give it to Ivasa Sheik just to go, mate. There's been a lot of talk online about um, oh the Blues players are letting the All Blacks down because they're missing tackles and whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, you know this is All Blacks team we need to support, and hopefully, hopefully they put in someone that's been in in that system all year. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say. Well, John, I, can I? We'll chat about that because I, I think you raise a very good point. Uh, I think they owe it to Roger to Ivasa Sheik to start him. And I'll tell you why, because um, they made sure when they picked him in the initial all-black squad and took him away from the possibility of playing a lot of domestic rugby, etc., even club rugby, they took a lot of potential game time away from him, and that, of course, is what he's lacking. They've spent a lot of time clearly behind the scenes working on his skills, his communication, his defensive patterns, techniques, etc., like that. But it's been long enough, hasn't it? It's been long enough. Now, you know, he has to be given an opportunity to start for me in that back line on Saturday night. I know it's a big game, um, you know, it's a, it's a championship on the line, but 
goodness me, uh, he's a big game player. He knows how to handle big occasions. It's just we need to know, and they need to know, and he needs to know if he's good enough, if he can cut it, start him. Yeah, exactly, mate, exactly. And that's my that's my point. Exactly. He should be at that 12 position. He's been there all year. I mean, he's sitting alight the MPC. Um, be that, that that's not an international competition, but still. Uh, he's got um, running metres on the board. But anyways, cheers, Smitty. I'll let you go. Okay, uh, John, nice to talk to you, as always. Uh, stay in touch. Joe from Gizzy. G'day, Joe. How are you, man? Yeah, morning, morning, uh, Smitty. How was your royalist experience last night? Were you in your Queen slippers and uh, have your Queen Mother Cup there with your cup of tea, did you? You're right. Hey, did you look through the window? <laughs> oh, I don't mate, understand. Mate, you've gone, Joe, you've gone viral, you... mate. You... You went viral. I thought hey. you're a, you a gizzy boy, and you've been looking through the window. Honestly, I um, I was wrapped with the whole thing. Uh, it just was, uh, the precision of it, the the magnitude of it, and the precision of it. As they said, they've been planning for decades. She's lived that long. They've been getting ready for this for such a long time. But when it actually comes to it, when it comes to it, uh, Joe and putting it all together, word perfect, uh, and the clock, fitting the clock, it was just just. Amazing. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. She'd have loved it too, I would imagine. So, a great tribute. You wish right? a rugby, you wish a rugby game could go that clinical one day and to that precise, <laughs> hey, Smitty? But, uh, well, you would, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, just, if it went to... Cl- yeah. Yeah. But I'll just... Um, just talking earlier about the stadium, it's a great interview with our man from Eden Park, by the way, Smitty. Absolutely outstanding. Um, I've been... I lived 16 years around the world and uh, tried to go to every sporting event I ever could. I went to... Um, the Daryl Royal Stadium at Texas Longhorns University. Yes. Now, capacity is 100,000, and they only have between four and six home games a year. And they've played on Tuesdays, and they are sold out. So, absolutely outstanding experience going to a university game there. I went to Super Bowl 2011 when the Packers got up against the Steelers at uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas there, in Fort Worth. And a uh, brilliant, brilliant stadium. Had a 100-meter-long jumbotron, you know? So... We there had a great, great experience at the Super Bowl. Um, I was in Brazil in Rio de Janeiro on a holiday and went to the Macarena to watch a club side. Now that's like the iconic uh, Rio de Janeiro stadium where the Brazil play. So, yep. uh, but packed out 80,000 80, people, about three dollars to get in for a club game back then. That's, so another great that's stadium. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I lived and I lived in London, based in London for ten years. So obviously, clicking them and, and Wembley. I went to Wembley. 120,000 people at the Foo Fighters. Now that's that's a stadium rocking, I tell you. And then, but one of the, one of the best stadiums I've been to for football is is the New Camp in Barcelona, where you've got people whose tickets are willed to each other. They're in their estate, and it is. On, on a, I was lucky enough to go to there with a uh, when they had the Galacticos playing, and Real Madrid came to town. What a game! Seen some of the greatest players. But you see, the different things with service, those great stadiums, the service is poor, right? Trying to get around, trying to get back for drinks. But you go to America, I went to the Yankees, at the Bronx, everything comes to your seat there. You know, you, you, the only thing you need to get up is go to the toilet. And people, sometimes people don't even do that. But you can order everything off people walking up and down the steps. And that's the one thing we don't have at, at a lot of stadiums here, is the service. Why would you go to eight minute game and get up halfway through the first half and go and get some beers. Right. I'm paying for 80 minutes yeah. of footy. I'm, I'm sitting there watching my footy. And do I have to go at halftime? No. I get enough beers beforehand. But what you find is the experience 
at those other grounds, you're almost on tried on top of the players because of the, the, the height that they've built at. Um, but yeah, absolutely brilliant experience trying to go to all the stadiums that you can, like Stade de France and all of these stadiums, just for the different experiences that they give you. And especially in when, when you go to somewhere where they sing, like in France they sing, at uh, Cardiff Arms Park they sing, at Twickenham they sing, and that, that kind of makes the stadium really different. Whereas you go to somewhere like in America, they don't sing, they just clap and hoop and holler and you know, and that's a whole different experience when you go into stadiums. But, uh, yeah, I just think that what they're doing with, with Eden Park, we just need to back them. And, uh, and, you know, they need to make it, like you say, it's a multi-facility. And I think little things like having people going up and down the stairs to give you service so you don't have to move uh, would be one of the things that, that I would add. But obviously the greatest, the greatest stadium is Lords and it's Smithy. How good is it going there on a, on a Monday to go watch, uh, or a Thursday to go watch the first day of cricket, hey? Yeah, the first day of the first day of a test match at Lords, or even the Saturday, uh, which is a traditional day where um, you know all all the regalia comes out, the pomp and the you know and the the atmosphere, and that is pretty special. It's totally different, uh, Joe, from uh, most of those stadiums that you went to. Totally agree with you about um, the ability to actually sit and watch an eighty-minute game without having to go to um, to get. Refreshments, etc. I'm sure that's something they must look at. Uh, is there enough room and in, in, in when you cram the seats in, Joe, to, for people to get... I mean, if you're sitting in the middle of a row, how do people get beer to you? How do they get hot dogs to you? I mean, how does it work in America? You, you, well, well, you sit there and you, you have the person coming up and down and you, you put your arm up and you say, mm. you know, if, even if you're six or seven deep, you go, oh, I'll have two hot dogs, two beers, and then and they'll go, and you pass the money along. And they passed the food along. And I was even at one game where you could actually get your shirt printed, your name printed on the back of a shirt, if you were in, if you'd ordered before the fourth innings. They'd come up, right, here's a deal, Yankee shirts with your name on. So you pass money along. They come back in the fifth, sixth innings, and they give you your Yankee shirt with your name printed on the back. Right? Mm. That, 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 that was amazing. But yeah, everyone, it's, it's a standard norm in the States. If you sit there, pass money along, you know, popcorn. You know, anything, you know, fine wines coming out. You name it, they'll come up and they just have different people walking up and down with all the different, uh, all the different things for sale. And, and it's just normal. People just, yeah, 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 pass along, yeah, 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 pass along. Because a lot of people, they don't want to get up, you know, and get to go and get whatever they need to get because you pay the ticket to actually uh, watch the game. And I was in Dunedin for the All Blacks test, the first Irish test. And we were sitting in the middle, right, all the way to the end, we had eight seats. And these people just kept coming through and through, through and through, you know, through the first half. And we're like, hey, what are you doing? You know, first they go to the toilet, then come back, then they get food, then they come back, then they get some beers and they come back. I said, mate, you just missed the first half of the game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it baffles, yeah, it baffles me, Smitty. You know, I just need to get a VIP, come sit next to you, you know, and then I can feed you, yeah. right? and then we'll be done. <laughs> hey, let's do that. Let's do that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get Brian to get your number and if we can arrange it for this weekend at Eden Park. I'd love that. I'd love table service on the sideline. That'd be phenomenal. Hey, Joe, what a terrific what a terrific call uh, sharing your experiences there. Man, are you a well-travelled uh, sports fan, a very well-travelled sports fan. Congratulations on that. And I'd love to hear more stories, Joe, uh, when we open up the lines. Thanks so much for your call. We've got to move on. Uh, Zaid from Auckland, who uh, is a noted Eden Park attendee, loves Eden Park. Zaid, don't you? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going on um, Saturday night. 
I'm looking forward for another win at Eden Park, hopefully. Um, don't want right. to curse it, though. But, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I want to see RTS starting at 12. Um, there's no use putting this Geordie Barrett, playing him out of position. It's just a muck around when you've got a, a proper 12 that can play um, second five. So give Roger two buses she can start because there's no one else to start at 12. Um because Quintu Pai and Rogers both um Quintu Pai and um Harvili both out, so it's ro- give Roger a go and see how he goes. Um and um great story, Vincent Reed announces retirement um yesterday. Um one of the best footballers from New Zealand. Um had a, about two hundred games for West Ham. Um yeah, great great player. And um yeah, cool to see him uh, get retire at, at home. Obviously at, um, at Eden Park on Sunday, which will be pretty cool for him to retire against Aussie as well. It's pretty fitting. There's no really better way to go out. And one other thing, um, what a mess this netball story is between New Zealand and Jamaica. I've never heard so much of a mess of a, trying to get a team over. How hard is it just to get a team to New Zealand? I think it's bizarre, Zaid. I'm, I'm going to look into this and uh, get... Uh, I, I can't see this going ahead. I mean... How can you, do you have seven on a court and I've only got seven players for a whole series. Now this is a very high profile event, the Tiny Jamison Trophy. We hear about it, we've highlighted it in the past, the, the, you know, um, the Silver Ferns get up for it um, and you would just imagine what's going on behind the scenes here. Uh, David Cooper is the CEO of New Zealand Netball, we might get him on tomorrow, but visas, what's, where's it all gone wrong? Visas, I mean, we're not even talking COVID anymore here. Yeah? It should be quite simple. Go back to the old days of just hopping on a plane and getting here. Where is, where's it all gone wrong? I mean, this is not, this series has not sprung up overnight. Excellent point, Zaid. Thank you very much for your call. Uh, that is it uh, this morning, unfortunately, uh, for those people who tried to get on, but uh, I enjoyed Zoe's, uh, Joey's call. Uh, brilliant, Joey from uh, Gizzy. Uh, on those experiences around the world. Man, some of those venues. Uh, 9.46 here on SENZ. We'll be back very shortly. It's 1.45 for four on the cricket. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.